Hey, Street Fighters, welcome to the show. Guys, gals, and non-binary pals, I hope you're having a wonderful night. We are live streaming right now on Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. You can join in on all the fun. We usually get started about 11 p.m. on Wednesday nights, Eastern Standard Time. And on Sundays, we do our call-in show from 9 to midnight. We have some of the best callers in radio, if you ask my opinion. Uh, that happens every Sunday night, 9 p.m. to midnight, Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we have been doing the show for 10 years now. It's been a long journey. Uh, it's been a lot of fun, and we've built a wonderful community of people that uh, want to, to see things change. And you know, we agree, and, and we're going to start this little uh, revolution on our, our show. From here, it will spread to the entire flat earth and get rid of all hierarchies, uh, you know, the abusive ones especially. But until then, it's just myself, Brett Payne, my co-host Brian Quinby, talking to each other in the basement, the same basement. Some people wonder, they're like, do you both have wood paneling? No, we're in the same basement. Just the wood paneling over here. Um, we just recorded a Get Motivated episode on our bonus feed. That's for Patreon subscribers. You head to patreon.com slash Radio. That's what keeps this whole thing afloat. Keeps a bunch of hillbillies out of poverty and doing crime. And uh, also gets lots of great content like our Get Motivated series. We covered Robert Kiyosaki, Dave Ramsey, and now Tony Robbins. And, and tonight we recorded our Gary V app. So look for that later this week on Friday. How's yeah. it going, Brian? We got Gary V. You know, we, we really uh, were nice to him. Yeah. I think when you don't have a guest, you don't feel as much uh, uh, pressure to be mean. <laughs> I just, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm a very biased person. I, I, I would, I'm biased when it comes to Gary Vee. I, I can agree with that. Yeah. I mean, I didn't think he seemed like a bad guy. So I just yeah. kind of no more bad than any rich guy, sure. you know, I mean, it was, it was fun. I yeah. also wanted to get everything in there. Not just the worst of the people. Yeah. We're going to get back to somebody horrible next week. Probably. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're going to really work hard to uh, bring you some cursed content once again, every once in a while, you know, the miniseries doesn't have to be cursed. I treat it like yep. it has to be cursed. I'm stepping in to change it up. Brett has to step in sometime and be like, we're going to uh, not do something that makes you miserable. Yep. But meanwhile, doing something that makes me miserable. So of it's course. great. You know, it's like so much stuff makes me miserable. You know, I, I got a few of these. I just wanted to start off. I get these emails now. So uh, these are some some people that left reviews on iTunes. Ooh. This one comes from Molzo Connell, says, UK fangirl, yo boys, love you too. Please, I need more of the wild motivational content, Molz. Oh, wow. We, we have some more. I'm going to tell you what, I have an incredible motivational content coming up later in tonight's show. Uh, the, the, the Panda Express story is going to blow your fucking mind, Brian. I don't know it, and I'm ready to hear it at some point in this show. Um. This one says, best dudes, best show, a great show hosted by the coolest fools around. Well, I am a fool. Socks are high. <laughs> uh, you said socks are high? Yeah. I do wear my socks all the way. Uh, no, I push them down. You've made fun of me for it since we've met. There's the a way I wear my socks. There's a rapper named Lil Mr. E that's in a group called Foo's Gone Wild, and they have this song called The Higher the Sock, The Downer the Foo. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm it, sure I'm, I'm not saying it right, but it is a good fucking album. I listen to it a lot. He's out of LA. He's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brett has made fun of the way I, I handle my feet. Have I? Since the, yes. You have always made fun of the way I wear that. my socks and shoes. Oh. Always. 
You make fun of them because I wear the high socks. Okay. Push them, scrunch them down. Yeah, you do scrunchy socks. I do the scrunch down sock. You've made fun of that several times. And then how tight I tie my shoes is an ins- is uh, always fascinating. Tighter than a football. Tighter than, yes, very tight. I stopped to tie my he shoes like- the other day on a bench. And somebody was like looking at me because I was pulling, yanking so hard on them. I was just. I gasped. Yeah. 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 You give it your all. Like, I do. really, you cinch it down. Yeah. And you can look at them and tell they're tied tight. Like. I used to see guys with the shoes, with the laces really loose and kind of, you know, yeah. wear the shoes Flopping off. And around. I would be like, I, you know, I wish I was you, but I'm not you. This is why I don't wear flip flops or anything or sandals. I only wear shoes. I like to take my shoes and just take the laces and tuck them down in the front and just treat them as slip-ons. That's what cool guys do. <laughs> I am not one of those. I have to have very utilitarian uh tight shoes okay you know hey, that's what you do i bought some new underwear this week brett with a, a a pocket for my penis okay um gonna try something new out there thought i'd throw that out there yeah you sent me you sent me this these are the separatech <laughs> yes yes the that's, separatech. The techno- that's the name of the technology that i've i've purchased keeps the dicky and the bb away from each other yes I, the, which, it breaks up the family no, uh, uh, I'm going to be completely honest here. I never found it to be a problem that my dick is near my balls. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too. Like, there's, it's just one, like, slimy unit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to come up with, like, good. I, but that I have un- made the decision now that I need good underwear solutions in my adult life. Okay, but that comes things with, like, antimicrobial t- technology or, or good... Um, maybe good fibers and stuff, but putting my dick in, in a little hole and having it like its own, it's like those, it's like those toe socks, toe socks never took off. Yeah. People still wear the same old raggedy baggedy twisting around ass socks, even though toe socks exist, which stay in place, but you don't need to have, they don't need to be individually wrapped. But they're saying they, the, the, what happened is I'm looking for compression shorts and I wanted something that prevents chub rub, as they call it. Okay. On that my makes, thighs. That makes sense. Okay. But, but the penis sleeve. But then I started reading and they were like, you know, the problem with underwear is that your dick is not in a pocket. And I was like, you know, that's a good point. I never thought of it that way, but apparently <laughs> I just put my hand, I've been putting my hand down my pants, just cupping my, my whole unit down there. <laughs> My underwear could do that for me instead. Yeah. I was I was actually shocked reading the ad copy, by the way, because it says the words penis and scrotum that's great. in it. I like that. You I, do? That's like Dutch shit. Yeah, because they like, use- No, we're using this for your penis and your scrotum. <laughs> yeah, because they, they usually- Yeah, they get while around- While I was reading the ads, they were getting so cute. With the it. podcasting apps are like, your beans are going to be- going to be nice and chill you know in our beanbag feature on our underwear it's like yeah we know it you just say testicles yeah but nobody wants to hear the word testicles I, or scrotum I, or penis it's, when you start calling them beans and shit when you start calling them other names it's like I, when you start saying the real name it's like all right now i'm listening my testicles no, have been sticking to my leg this summer this separatech technology might be worth having it's why somebody else sent me another one that they have what's called the ballpark technology yes <laughs> 
See, that sounds that sounds a little more like a kid thing. That's more infantilizing. But it is kind of what it is, though. Your baseballs and your bat. Yeah, it's like an area for yes. your beans. It's yeah. called a ballpark. Right. I like. I like. I don't know. I need good underwear technology. I gotta tell you. You know, the older you get. I'm it, telling you what. It's the worst feeling. Underwear you need to go old school, man. You need to get briefs. Because no. all this boxer's brief situation allowed space, allows space for slippage. It allows it to go onto the side of the seam. This is a sound just like regular old Hanes briefs. No, because then my thighs will rub together. That's oh. the thing that, like, gotcha. I walk so much that, like, I need help down there. You need a low friction environment. Yes. Yes. And... It's just been a disastrous year so far in my walking where it's just like, this is all a mess. So yeah, I, 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 I'm trying some Separate new technology, tech. some new tech. It's know? literally like a gonzo nose sticking out of the front of the underwear. It's weird. It is weird. It is like, I don't, I told my wife when I got them yesterday and she laughed at me <laughs> <laughs> that like, I feel like maybe I don't have to use the pocket if if I don't find it to be useful. Okay. So maybe the whole thing works still. I just don't I don't know about yeah, this. Yeah, give it a shot. Weird pocket technology. It's just weird. But, you know, we have a buddy cuz I sent it to mine and Brett, me and Brett and two of our friends have or three of our friends have a boys chat. Uh it's just the people like my brothers in there, there's a few people. And uh, I sent it to them. And uh, one of them was like, hey, let me know how that works out. Because I'm thinking I might need those too. <laughs> and it's just like the way that the way that capitalism is able to make you buy stuff <laughs> is such a marvel to me. I, I was talking I mean, about this yesterday. So it got me to buy the penis pocket underwear, which is weird. Okay. Uh, but it also occurred to me yesterday walking by a guy's house that had seven i counted them it's right by my house seven inflatables in his yard okay yeah and the thing that made me think was like you know what people didn't like decorate for easter when i was growing up people didn't decorate for saint patrick some psychos Day. do Sure. Grandma's I mean, it do. was two people in your neighborhood might put the yeah. eggs in the tree. You know, the, the plastic eggs in the tree and hang them. Maybe two people. But now, capitalism has created a market for inflatables for every season. You yeah. will have inflatables on your lawn no matter what time of the year it is. Cheap, you know? easy, and impressive. Yeah, well, I'm not impressive at all. I, you know my feelings about They're quite stately. Some of them are like 12 feet tall. I know, I've seen some. But it's like decorating maybe for, you know, you'll get an Uncle Sam for the 4th of July, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's like everything that you can think of, like you're you're constantly decorating for the next thing. And it really wasn't something that happened when I was, I mean, I mean it didn't have a, five you have an years fun family. Well, no, my family didn't, but even in the neighborhood, it didn't, this shit wasn't going on five years ago. You know, this is so new and it's so, I don't know. It's just, you know, maybe if there's not a holiday coming up, you'll just put SpongeBob SquarePants on your lawn. It's very weird to me, I guess. Like it's, a, I like, I'm in, I'm in it. I'm the one. You're oh, I know about. you have a narwhal and, and you'll put one out there. 
I uh, I don't know. I think that it keeps things fresh, and I think that every year it's it's so it's good to have like a routine or a tradition. Um, I also go to the thrift store and just buy like tacky junk from there. Like I'll go buy tacky St. Patrick's Day junk to hook to put up in March. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. Like the it just came out of nowhere, and it wasn't really necessary. It's weird. I can the think inflatables. of so many. It, it but just my, my grandma had all the decorations. And I oh, know yeah. some other friends' moms that also decorate for every single month. They have a celebration. Remember them? They used to, they used to sell those wood calendars that you would change every – you'd buy it at like a fucking Amish fair or like a flea market. And you would every single month would have the theme for the month and little shamrocks to hang up to cross off the days and all that shit. Yeah. And and I got to tell you, like it it is to me – a very uh uh it is one of those things of of how the market has sort of taken over the market has to always expand I, right? I think under capitalism and like the the ways that it expands like constantly like it, it, all the time is like what can we get people to buy now I disagree. underwear with a cock pocket in them <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, we never needed a cock pocket underwear. No, but they make them. But now that you they're out, it's like, I'll try it. But I think that, I do think that for me, I, I feel very disjointed and disconnected from, like, my, from my life. You know, like, white culture, American culture is not something to be proud of. It's very awful in a lot of ways. But I think that communal celebrations of, like, these things are what ultimately brings us together is, like, you can complain about it, but people are going to do Easter no matter what you fucking say. Everyone's going to do Easter shit. You I know. know. I know. I do. So know if that. we if we make it something that we I don't know, but it also revolves around like you know a religion that I don't agree with. Right, and I just think the selling of these sixty like yeah. it's just no it's, problem it's, to spend sixty, seventy, eighty dollars. It's on a this. fan. Yeah, I mean the thing about it is that is it's really they they it's a it's a five dollar fan. And then enough fabric to, to to blow it up. You know, they just got to stitch together the fabric. And they are cheap and easy. And they are, like, I, I didn't know there was Easter ones yet. I saw some Easter ones today. I, I saw a bunny standing next to a uh, leprechaun standing next to, I believe, a basket. Uh, it was just several things. I mean, I remember this thought. This thought occurred to me, actually, earlier in the year. When I saw people that decorated for Thanksgiving, and I just that is not something that's done in in, it's a, in my life. Yeah, you know what? The, what I, we disagree about is that I think that you should come up with stupid reasons to have fun. Like I feel okay. like you should trick yourself to have a good time. Like if you can put a turkey out on the table, and all of a sudden you're like, "I'm having fun." It's like that's a great that's works for me. I don't. It's placebo, whatever it is. It it brightens the mood, in my opinion. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I I I I I see where your side is. I just think about. I just think about how they have to make these things, how these materials are going to be in the ocean yeah. someday. There's and enough decorations already. Yeah, yeah. The, just the way that they are, like, creating new decorate, Like, there's a new kind of decoration, and it's the lowest, it's lower effort than the old decorations. Yeah. You know? Uh, uh, but, you know, if this guy that, if this guy, like, ha is... um feels good putting these things on his lawn uh, and he already bought them and I can't prevent the manufacturer from making them, then good on him. Sure. You know, I would like the consumerism to pull back just a touch. Easter was bullshit when I was growing up. 
It was nothing. Sometimes you got a toy. It was like a lottery to me. Every five years, I would get like a toy or a video game and be like, fuck, you can do this in Easter? <laughs> well, like, that's also, yeah, like dad hits the numbers at the track. Yeah. And he wants to try skate or die. My dad, that is the craziest thing to think of your dad doing, playing skate or die to me. My dad was like video games. We had Commodores. We had we had a bunch of old ass video games before I, mean, I was born. I mean, it makes born. sense the, the way you ended up. You know what I mean? That he was into stuff that maybe I wouldn't understand. Yeah. You know, that he'd be into. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I am officially 100% at war with Kia. Oh, I wanted to say before we got into this. Okay. This ad, this show is sponsored by Holsters brand underwear. Keeps your gun <laughs> and a pair of bullets nice and tight. You can use code STREETFIGHT. At holsters.com. <laughs> Register your ding a ling in a sling. Register holsters right now. We've <laughs> we are going to do it, you know. It'll just be a more comfortable yeah. uh, uh, pocket. More than, laid back cowboy style. Yeah, yeah. Like a mesh pocket. Sling so something that, it, that slings more air on. gets yeah. in. You know, and yeah, you could put you could print guns on the side of the compression shorts. Yeah, no, on the front. The front is the okay. That's yeah, the I was just thinking, you know, like six shooters, okay, like a cowboy. You can print yeah. them on the side. I just buying these underwear has been a nightmare for me. There's so many kinds, and what are the are the one the ones I have are delivering. I never have complaints. I, I it's amazing to me. I just go to TJ Maxx and get the ones that are four eighty eight for like three pairs. <laughs> And I don't have any complaints. <laughs> but I have only complaints. Only complaints about what goes on down there. I hate it. I hate it. You know, I know he's canceled and everything. And uh, he's horrible and awful. I'm going to say that. But one of the things back in the 2010s that Louis, C., or Louis C.K. said was that when you get past a certain age, it always feels like you have a quarter cup of water in your uh, like where your underwear are <laughs> and like that has always resonated with me for my whole life it's just like right underneath in your groin you have a quarter cup of water just kind of floating there and i just i can't stand it i just i'm okay. trying to do anything i can okay. to end that okay. okay that's why i have to shower every day yeah i shower every day which i know is wrong you know i don't think you're supposed to do that yeah. According to people uh, I've heard have said that you're only supposed to shower every two to three days. And uh, I wish I could do that. You know, I wish I wish I had that freedom to to yeah. feel that way. But I don't. Just a quarter I, cup of water is going to get, get rid of it. Yeah. I also, at the end of the day, when I get home, no matter how dirty I look, I feel like pig pen from the Charlie Brown mm -hmm. things. And that's we were raised that way. You know, the, the, the younger, when in our generation, you were like, just raised that like, you have to take a shower every single day. And when you're a teenager, you will like it. You know what yeah, I mean? That, yeah. that was always with me. Like my parents were making me do it when I was a little kid. And then they were like, you know, someday you're going to love to take a shower. And then it's like, yes, but now I'm 42 and I I wish I didn't have to do. I wish there was, I thought there would be like some kind of technology that I could like walk through a thing and it would just clean me with ultraviolet Blaze. rays or something. UV or something. <laughs> yeah. Why haven't they invented anything? Like we can get 
fucking lawn ornaments for Labor Day, but we can't get that. It's a shame. Um, last last review, sorry. One of my favorites. Much love to Brett and Heat O'Brien from Fluxington. Thank you. Okay, let me explain something. Heat O'Brien Unleashed will be the next miniseries. Wow. I think Brett's going to be along for the ride with Heat O'Brien, you've said. you. Uh, I can do it. I, I mean, just... you, you requested it. Okay. At one point, and I was like, yeah, man. I mean, I think Brett just wants to hear me talk about sex for an hour and a half a week. But, uh, he yeah, don't uncomfortable. What? Insanely uncomfortable topic. It is. For it is hour. for me, for me, you know? And, uh, uh, you know, every time I, I post this, sometimes when I just see something that sounds horny, and I'm like, all, the inside of Heat O'Brien's body is buzzing. Really? And that's like is always the grossest thing, you know, to think about. Because when I was a teenager, Heat O'Brien actually existed. Sure. You know what I mean? And I, the whole insides of his body would buzz when, when hedonism was happening. <laughs> right on. <laughs> I'm ready to listen. Yeah. Uh, so. Full war with Kia. Full. We are not in a cold war anymore. We are in full war. And uh, my update here so far is that I called them. I had been waiting. I waited five days for a call that was supposed to come in three business days from Kia Consumer Affairs Department talking about my recall. Um, I called them today because I was like, well, it's been five days, five business days. You know, I gave them the extra time to do the call or do the work. Uh, I called them and they were like, yeah, your car's ready to pick up. And I said, okay, I guess I got to call the dealership now. I called them and they were like, yeah, I came in on my day off. We got it all done. We're ready to pick it up. And I was like, uh, so what do I owe you? And he said $760. Okay. For a recall? I, I no, apparently, luckily for them, Brett. Oh, this isn't covered under the recall. Same problem as a recall, but it was a whole different thing. You know, technically not the recall. Just because yeah. they say so. Yes, that's all I can think. I mean, I I can't fight them about it. It maybe I don't know. It just feels like the recall. Like it, I feel it in my bones that I'm being ripped off again, especially after the times I've been ripped off. And we've gone through this story already a few times and I, and you know, they've done repairs on my car that were unnecessary. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and then I got it back and it still didn't work. That has happened at this place. We're on the fourth time that this has happened. And, uh, you know, you had kept telling me, are you going to take it to a different place? Well, that choice has been removed from me because they did the work without calling me and uh uh without letting without asking me. for your verification you dropped it off and, oh, and they ago. said they were going to die give you a loaner and die and let you know what was going to happen yes and yes. then they said it's done you owe us 750 yes <laughs> that sounds illegal basically i mean it feels illegal and all i can think is that like i fucked up when i was talking to him and said something like well i'm gonna have to get it fixed no matter what so yeah and he was like well if you're not satisfied call consumer affairs and talk to them and they'll they'll try to take care of it and the next thing i know you know it's fixed it's done and i well it's fixed like with hair quotes it's done and now i gotta go pick it up and empty my bank account into uh, Kia's pocket again. 
And uh, but I'm going to give a little bit more. I fought back. Right. Okay. I How? fought back. I didn't just let myself be defeated. I have been talking to um, I got to get his name. Rory Carroll. Rory underscore Carroll on uh, uh, Twitter. He is the editor in chief of um, he's the editor in chief of Jalopnik. And uh, he said that when they tell me that when they told me they were going to charge for it, uh, that I should say that the editor in chief of Jalopnik uh, would like me to get all of the papers and files so that I could show it to him and he could maybe do a piece on it, you know? So I said, I need, when I come in, I need all the work that's been done printed out. Yeah. From the beginning, me. from the beginning, uh, I'm talking to a journalist and I would like to, uh, I, I, I want to send it to him so he can look over it. And the guy was, was like, I think he felt like I was giving up right before this. I was like, how much is it? 750. I was like, all right, I, I can come and get it tomorrow and, and pay for it. And, uh, when I said journalist, the, the, the lilt in his voice, the, 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 uh, so you said you're talking to a journalist? <laughs> really? Like yeah. he's trying to be cool. Yeah. But he did that thing where you kind of drop down a little bit because of anxiety. Yeah. You can't say it. You choke it out. <laughs> yeah. So you said you were uh, talking to a journalist. What are you talking to him about? And I was like, well, I feel ripped off. He's like, why do you feel ripped off? And I explained everything I've explained on this show. Now they don't know I'm a podcaster either. So they might think I'm bullshitting. Yeah, you know, of course. Uh, but I will make sure that they know I'm not bullshitting tomorrow. You know what I mean? Because I'm sure they're going to ask me about the journalists. And I'm going to say, well, I do a podcast and I have a pretty big platform. And uh, they contacted me. And uh, I just, I, uh, I haven't named, you know, I haven't really, I've only mentioned the name of the dealership once on the show, uh -huh. you know? But like, uh, uh, if they, I wonder if they think the name of the sh the dealership's going to get out on the show and on Twitter and on social media and on Jalopnik. I wonder if maybe I might be able to 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 win in this case. Yeah, I think they're not on Twitter. I know, I know. the The dealership probably isn't. Oh, on they're Twitter. on Facebook. They are on Facebook. Yes, they are. Uh, uh, but but yeah, I might be able to pull this off in the end because I have a platform. But like, uh, uh, but yeah, I just, I just read, I just saw an article today that said a whole bunch of Kia Sportages from like 2017 to 2020 are on recall now because the engine might blow up. I sent it to you. I, but, but there's another recall happening. Um, their fucking engines are exploding. Yeah. Uh, all the time. It says, don't park it near your house <laughs> until you get the recall. Cause the engine might blow up. And how many of those people are going to take their car that they've been told might blow up? To the dealership and be charged for a repair that's yeah. unconnected to the recall. Right. Just so happens to not be 
connected to the recall. How many of those people are gonna get charged? You don't have a blow up engine. Uh, you just have one that needs this valve fixed. Yep. And it's only it's only 800 bucks to get the valve fixed. Lucky yeah. you, lucky you, you didn't need a whole new engine. Yeah, and I, you know, we'll give you 20% off. You know, right. it's only gonna be 600. It's not a big deal for you, you know? You're, you're a big successful okay dude. I mean, I got very lucky in that like, my wife got a bonus this month, so it's not killing us. It's just taking away the bonus. The bonus is gone. Now. Right. But you know? this is the robbery that's happening to lots of people right now. You're not the only person that's going through this. Somebody else is just putting up with it without anybody to to hear what they're saying. You know? Exactly. Everyone else is just like, oh, you bought a fucked up car. You yep. Know? Yeah. So, and I did buy a fucked up car. I don't right. recommend Kia to anybody. They asked you to come in. They sent you a fucking letter in the mail. It sounds just like, it really sounds like some sort of flim flam where they, they get the letter to get you in there and then they're like, you know, we earned this person's business. Now they're in front of us. We have to shake them down for as much money as we can get. Yeah. Like we, they fell into the trap. We got you in here. Yeah. And now we're going to find some repairs right. to make. And then we'll do it. You know? Uh, uh, and again, as I said, they fucking accused me or, or they said I used an aftermarket oil filter, which I find to be like, like they're saying, well, if you take it to Valvoline instant oil change, then, you know, that's bad. Like, you don't want to. That's do that. bullshit. That's yeah. just a tactic to make you feel like feel awful because you only had twenty five dollars for an oil change. And then all of a sudden they're using shame against you that you weren't coming to the dealership for getting an eighty dollar fucking oil change where they're not doing anything special at all. Mm -hmm. I know. I know. Capital so, Kia in Columbus. They're Capital Kia Columbus on Facebook as well. Yeah, that is that is the, the dealership. I am going in there tomorrow and I will, you know, lose apparently, but I'm going to do whatever I can to just leave with those papers yeah make it uncomfortable for them for ripping me off again yeah i'm all like i'm i'm i want to go into this now i'm anxious about going in tomorrow it's I, tough to look at someone in the face and and let them know that like you think they're awful yeah or you feel you you it i i mean i i, I talk about it on the show like it's easy but I absolutely, my throat dries up. My balls sink into my stomach. Go right out of your when pocket. You, you say to somebody like, <laughs> I, this isn't, I don't like the deal that you're giving me. Like when I'm trying to buy a car and they're like, all right, we're just going to go along and do this. And, and I'm like, I didn't say I would pay that much per month. I'm not going to buy this car. And they're like, I thought you loved this car. Yeah, they I always you, do that I thought too. you gave a, it's like, I'm not going to do this deal. I'm going to walk away right now. And it's, it's uncomfortable to say it is confrontation. I also came from a very combative house household and I, I really want things to be chill. I want things to be collaboration, but yeah, to these people, you just have to say like, I feel totally abused by you. You're driving me insane. You're the source of a lot of fucking anxiety for me. So I'm going to, I'm going to throw that burden on you right now. I'm going to let you know exactly <laughs> how I feel about this shit. Yeah. And you I have to deal with this. You have to, you have to put up with the way you make people feel. You can't just fucking steamroll somebody into, to, to, to empty in their fucking savings account. Anymore. Right. I feel like I need to be, I feel like I let so much stuff slide in my life that this is something that I can't let slide. Yeah. You know, like I have, to, I can't, just because I got lucky and my wife got a bonus and it's not going to break me. I can't just say like, I'll just pay it and take it. I, I, you know, I talk about, you know, the way I interact with customer service on this show a lot where it's like, I give them like such a long 
sort of uh, long leash to say like that I will let them fuck me over and I will just pay for it. Yeah. You know, uh, on New Year's Eve this year, I uh, went on DoorDash. Maybe it wasn't. No, it wasn't DoorDash. It was a uh, uh, online ordering site for this place that I like to eat. And uh, I ordered my food and I paid the $45 for it. And then I drove up to pick up my food and it was closed. And uh, uh, I didn't ever call back. I was you I just, just ate the ate, charge. I ate $45. Yes. And like, uh, uh, it's because I didn't want to call and say, you should have turned off online ordering last night. You fucked me over, you know? And like, uh, that's like such an example of how I've been living my life for the past 10 to 15 years when it comes to letting this stuff happen. I naturally, very naturally, am very charitable in those social interactions, right? Like where it's like with the, with the diner that I ordered my food from, uh, it was just like, well, the person that was closing probably forgot. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not their fault. I, you know, and then it just got away from me and I, I didn't call and, and, and throw a fit about it, you know? Yeah. And, uh, when they changed my transmission, uh, they rightly gave me the catalytic converter repair for free without me saying anything, you know, because it was just like, we kind of fucked you over. There. Yeah. They got a few grand out of you. Replacing the catalytic converter is something that every hillbilly in a garage can do. Yes. So when they did that, uh, uh, I'd let it slide and even brought it back because I am very path of least resistance. I also, I, I tried to discuss this last week very inelegantly, but I just can't wrap it around my, around my mind around somebody ripping me off. You know what I mean? Especially somebody. Now I know that this dealership isn't owned by Kia. It's a franchising agreement with Kia. But just thinking like Kia wouldn't rip me off, you know, why would they do that? What's in it for them to rip me off? You know? Yeah. What? They, they're going to give me a $1,500 engine. W what skin is it off of Kia's back? You know? Right. And, uh, um, so like I am, I feel like now is the time for me to sort of, this is the time. Maybe it's get motivated, Brett. Maybe yeah. get motivated has something to do with it, but it's not time for me to be mean. I'm not going to go in there and tell the guy I'm going to fuck his mom or something yeah. like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, but it is time for me to go in there and defend myself and, and say, say how I feel to these people yeah, to instead of just have. Well, you know, and you're wearing a mask, so you can't even do sad face. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, the mask really took away my chance to go in there and very be passive aggressively frowning, you know, pissed. Yeah. You know, they can't see how pissed I am under the mask. So, uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to go defend myself tomorrow and, and see if I can. Uh, uh, I mean, I would just like to get money taken off. I would like to just not have to pay $750. You know, I feel like I deserve it for free, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't understand. I mean, it all seems like a scam. It, it seems like you should have the decision on whether or not you want to pay for that, that thing, because you were told to come in for a recall issue. Yeah. Yeah. 
So that is what's happening in my war. They also, uh, uh, great friend of the show, Eve Six, they named their next car the EV6. And I just think that they did that to, yeah, Cloud I mean, Shark they owe shit. Eve Six money. Kia's fucking, yeah, Cloud Shark loser shit. Yeah, yeah. They owe they owe Eve Six money too. You you give Eve Six their money, okay? They're f- good friends of the show. And by the way, before you tell me to have Eve Six on the show, I'm going to have Eve Six on the show. <laughs> it's like a hundred percent gonna happen. We have talked. <laughs> so many people tell me we should have them on the show, and I'm like, we are going to do that. <laughs> yeah, it's coming. Yeah, it's coming. I'm trying to come up with a good idea. I I don't just want to do something slap together you know so uh uh now i'm ready to learn about panda express sorry i i have to i i can't get oh no is there a place i can get the article because i can do it um yeah the art i got locked out of the article because i've looked at it too many times today so now they're making me spend money well don't do see the article don't do that. I can probably fix that. What what thing are you trying to uh uh Washington Post? Yeah. All right. Here we go. Uh this is from Morning Mix in uh Was- Washington Post. Uh Oh god damn it. Get out of my way. Now I have to sign in. Do you have a subscription? No, but I get a free article. Well, that's the same thing I'm doing. Yeah, but I'll I'll have it done in like a half a second here. I was ahead of you. All right, here we are. Uh, Oh, it didn't do it. So, mm. All right, I got it. All right, let's hear it. I'm ready to learn about Panda Express. I I read the headline, Brett, and now my my interest is officially peaked. This one was sent by a bunch of people. It was was sent out today. Uh, Thank you to one squatchin35. That's the number one S-Q-U-A-T-C-H-I-N 35 on Instagram. And thank you to Devin P on Facebook for sending this to us. Uh, The title of this is Panda Express Staff. I'm sorry. Panda Express Staff Forced to Strip at Team Building Seminar That Seemed Like a Cult Initiation Ritual. Lawsuit Says. That's a big headline. That yeah, I saw that and I was like, okay, how how could this happen? Now, I'm sure I don't want to spoil anything. Are we talking corporate or frontline worker? Yeah, we're talking frontline workers that want to get ahead. We're talking about management. No. We're talking about building the next group of managers. Bottom management? The the management that we don't consider managers on right. Street Fight, you know? Shift leads that want to take it to the next level. Yeah, yeah. The 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 Tony from Chuck E. Cheese or Rick from Chuck E. Cheese was like my uh uh manager at Chuck E. Cheese, and Rick had no power at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he couldn't do anything. He just wrote the schedule out. And then if you got mad about the schedule, he would change the schedule. So from what what I read about it is um, basically these are people that work at Panda Express. They want to put them into the management training program to let people take over a store. You have they require you to go through this seminar with all with a bunch of other Panda Express uh, employees. You're not going to believe this first sentence. Are you ready? Yep. Well, didn't we have a caller that called in about Panda Express and that they gave them $1 for Chinese as a bonus during like in February or something for Chinese New Year? 
I think or they some, donated it or something. I think somebody called in about their hero pay situation. Okay. I do. I, I don't remember what it was, but yeah, I think we have had. Listen to this opener. Um, the Panda Express cashier had already been forced to strip to her underwear in front of her fellow staff during a self-improvement seminar in 2019, she said, and told to open up to the group about her vulnerabilities. Wait, cashier? The Panda Express cashier had already been forced to strip to her underwear. What the fuck? Like, how? How? This is one of those bureaucracy things. This is one of those, like, the evils of bureaucracy that anybody in the room could have stopped this. No. From happening. Yeah. But, but everyone's like, this is a valuable training program. This is important. No one is saying stop. So it just keeps rolling. Sorry, and this so. is, the, I mean, if you're the, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to play this out. I'm going to role play this a little bit. I'm the cashier. Okay. Uh, we're going to need you to strip down to your underwear uh, first. And I would say, first of all, so terrified to do something like that, but I would probably in my mind, this is my inner monologue right here. Well, I mean, if they're telling me to do it, that they, they did it, and then the other workers did it, it must be part of working at Panda Express to do it. And I kind of want to be the manager uh, because people always wonder why the person who did the action, that who took their clothes off, they always wonder why somebody would do that and not just storm out and that's the reason is you assume that the rules of the game are that and that you're the weird one for not wanting to do that. Yeah. And, and it's the same kind of, it's the same kind of thing with the, with the Kia situation in that they take advantage of like, Oh no, this is how we do things. Like, I'm sorry. Anybody, anybody above you at Panda Express took off their clothes in front of everyone else. You know, it's yeah. a weird fucking initiation. Well, you, you just, we were talking about hazing. Yeah. Last week. And it's like, you wonder why somebody would do that. But it is like, you wonder why somebody would be willing to do some of this hazing shit. Yeah. And it, it, it's not just a sense of belonging. It's a sense that this is normal. Yeah, that's people get you. You, I have been made to do things that I wouldn't have normally done under the understanding that what I was doing was a normal thing. You know, there's things oftentimes uh, when me and you have had conversations in the past and I talk about stuff that happened in my childhood and you're like, no, that's like not something that happens to people. But where I was from. That is a thing that happened to people. You yeah. know, I thought there's lots of regular stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I had a teacher tell me that I was going to end up in prison, a specific prison. Yeah. And then draw bars over my picture in the yearbook on my yearbook. He drew bars over the picture. Yeah. And like, I remember thinking at the time, that's really cool that he thinks I'm that badass. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And but then in the, Future, I mean, I, I remember telling people in my early 20s about that story, and they'd be like, that is fucking sad. Yeah, well, and also, a t yeah, a grown-up shouldn't be acting like that. That shouldn't, person shouldn't be in part in charge of kids at all. I, I agree, yeah. I, I and But people said it was sad. And it, like, at the time, it didn't 
ring that way. And anybody that I would have told in school that this teacher did that probably wouldn't have said it was sad. They would have said that's what that that's that guy. You know what I mean? And things just become very normal when everybody else agrees that it's normal. That's what normal is. It is everybody agreeing that this is the thing to do. So the pressure to take your clothes off as a Panda Express cashier, having somebody tell you that, yeah, we all take our clothes off. Like, that's part of the thing. Well, we, we just get down to our underwear, you know? Well, and I also know that from being like a, a person that graduated around the jackass time uh, where you were around a lot of people that you fucked with and did we weird shit too. But it was also an understanding is like, these guys are going to probably do some weird shit to me eventually too. Like, I'm going to have to also be uh, treated like this. Uh, it's it's definitely an interesting part of life, but to have it a part of your management training, right? This is immediately wrong. There's nothing what? about this that seems acceptable. Put yourself in Brett Payne, two thousand six. Okay, sure. How does he respond to this? I would. I mean, I mean, I might have just went for it. I don't. I really don't. I feel like a younger person can be taken advantage of. I think she was 23 years old at the time. So mm -hmm. it's very easy when a bunch of grownups are saying, this is how we develop managers to get them to do shit like this. Exactly. I, I definitely at 23 would have just been like, I guess I have to do this. So when we, that's the first sentence. You ready for the follow-up? Yep. It's a grand slam. But when a male colleague broke down crying while trying to do the same, the session's leader ordered her to go one step further. She had to hug it out with him. Him? Him. Both of them still undressed as others filmed her or ogled at her body. The 23. Well, so he, they asked her to undress. She did it. They asked this guy to do it. He started crying. And then they said, you naked girl, go hug that guy and get him naked with us. Get him in his underpants. It's. I'm laughing because I'm just like, not. don't want to cry instead. That is... I mean, this is horrible. That's horrible. This is this company should just be snatched. Like, Close Panda Express. Just stop. They, they they fucked up. We did it wrong. I mean, I can see whoever made this happen. This sounds like maybe the store manager did this. It doesn't sound no. like corporate came. No, in, it's absolutely it. corporate. Is it really okay? Read yeah. more. It's a. Uh, it's um. It's basically it's a privatized thing. Panda Express does not host these seminars. They just say, we want our candidates to attend these seminars so they can pay $1,800 or they can, they can pay for your admission to this radical ceremony where you get naked with each other and hug each other. Jesus. So they, they're, yeah, they're outsourcing all of the culpability. It seems like. Okay. Well, it's still their fault. This was, yeah, agreed. This was just part of a bizarre, psychologically abusive four-day seminar that more and more resembled a cult initiation ritual as time went on, according to a lawsuit she filed last month against the fast food chain and L.A. County Superior Court. Her, un her allegations underscore the dark consequences of an unusual management style promoted by Panda Express and its founder, Andrew Chern. While the company has earned plaudits Plotted. Damn, fancy language. You got to pay for those words. <laughs> yeah, that's what you had to pay plot for the it. post. I never had to plot it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While the company has earned plaudits for emphasizing self-improvement programs for employees, lots of plosives, her lawsuit paints this focus as an obsessive, 
obsession that devolved into abuse. By the way, they didn't have to accolades. Like, was plaudits really necessary? <laughs> Somebody was like, I got to use that education. Yeah. I got to show off. I did go to college. It's plaudits. Um, yeah. So, so they're, they're doing this. They're, they're, they're doing the get motivated lifestyle. They're saying that like the people that work at Panda Express, we want them to achieve. We want them to be their best person. Okay. I, I, I and, and. So you, I'm trying to understand Panda Express here. Do they maybe not know that they're getting each other in their underwear at the, cause this, this, I'm, I'm kind of fascinated by what this seminar is because I can't imagine a company being able to do that. Do you see what I'm saying? If this is a, if you, if this is a company not if this seminar company, right? That that is this thing. If it is a place where jobs send their employees, I can't. I mean, the world must be a lot worse than I think it is <laughs> that it exists. You right. know, to think that all the people, all the managers at Panda Express, <laughs> somehow hugged another coworker from Panda Express in their underwear. I mean, or fucking another business right another right like weird. huntington bank or fucking bank of america sends people to this thing and some banker has to some some you know bank teller has to strip down to their underwear you know this sounds like a business i, I don't know it seems so out of the realm of what would be appropriate at work to me you know for a work event okay here's here, here here's some clarification here um, it says the cashier whom the post is not naming as a victim of alleged sexual assault was less than three years into her job at a Panda Express location in Santa Clarita, California, when she learned about the training run by Alive Seminars, the lawsuit said. Her manager told her that she would be considered for a promotion at the fast food chain only if she signed up for the class. Yeah. So some, someone ex explicitly told her you have to sign up for this class to get promoted. Yeah, I'm trying to find a live seminars website now, but the the news <laughs> has kind of taken over. This story has. Yo, you ready? Yeah, ready for this next roller coaster dive. Uh, so she did using her own free time to attend the seminar and borrowing hundreds of dollars from relatives to pay for the training out of her own pocket. Uh, Ramirez told the Post at the time she earned an hourly wage of eleven thirty five, but on the first day of this session which had been exclusively attend by, attended by Panda Express employees. So once again, you know, they, they can, they have, they have like a tenuous connection to this, but this is a seminar session that was specifically designed for Panda Express people. This isn't as, this isn't as simple as saying, Oh, we hand out a guidebook that says, Hey, if you want to improve your life, consider the following seminar seminars, seminars. Seminar, Cinemar. Cinemars, yeah. Cinemar. Oh, those sound good. I'm Cinemar. fucking hungry for Cinemar. Cinemar would be good. Ask Andy Bar. <laughs> I would eat a Cinemar right now. I was now. thinking of it like a cinnamon roll yeah. sort of thing. Cinnamon like a Cinnamon bar. cookies? <laughs> Maybe. Mm, it's a Cinemar. not good. Uh, yeah, let's get a Cinemar over here. Um, on the first day of the session, uh, on the first day of this session, which had been exclusively attended by Panda Express employees, she allegedly found herself stripped of her cell phone, 
trapped in a room with blacked out windows and loudly berated by a seminar leader who told her and others that they amount to nothing. What <laughs> the fuck are you trying to do? What is this? This your I work at, Here's what I say to this guy. Here's what I'm thinking in my mind. Like I said, I probably would have gone with it the whole time. Yeah, yeah. But in my mind, I'm thinking... Like, I'm scarred for life. <laughs> yeah, or even, like, Panda Express is making me do this? Like, what the <laughs> yeah. fuck? That's I'm, true. I'm a cashier at Panda Express. I'd believe in the Illuminati at that point, and, and I would go down a deep... It was like, that's what it takes to be successful in America, is doing naked rituals. That's what it always comes to. That's how George Bush was successful. That's how... <laughs> And naked rituals is is like the quickest bonding experience, you know, I for mean, success. I, I think I, I even want to go back to the berating and put having your phone taken and being put in a dark room. I just. Yeah. That sounds like jail to me. It, yeah. You at every point you should be able to pull out your phone and say, I'm live streaming this right now or, I, <laughs> or I'm getting out of here. I'm yeah. calling. I like I'm done. Like, like. I, like I said, about any conversation you're in, you can just walk away from it. If you're willing to walk home, you can get there. Or you can call somebody on the way. But this is a situation that you really can't run away from. No, you can't get out. Get There's up no and, way out. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. The atmosphere resembled less a self-improvement seminar than a site for the off-the-books interrogation of terrorist suspects. Yeah, a God boot camp. Damn. Maybe like a boot... Like, the only other thing I can think of is, like, boot camp. Did they make them go into that fucking uh, gas uh, house, too? Oh, yeah. Take their mask off? Did they do that? They throw a gas mask in the corner and throw, a, like, a, grenade, a gas grenade in the middle of the room and then make you scramble to put it on or something. Yeah, why can't fucking Panda Express send their people to an escape room? Or something hey, that's like great. Normal. That's fun. Yeah, that's, fun. that's a fun afternoon. I mean, my brother works at a pretty big company, and he went curling one day yeah. with work. It's like, go. Why can't you do that? You are right, though. It says the lawsuit said comparing the overall effect to that of a particularly nasty drill sergeant. That's what it feels like. That's that's what I mean. Again, oh, when you put everything all together, it's like I get here, I'm trapped. And again, I'm training to be a manager of a Panda Express. Like that's what, in the yeah. end, I'm gonna still have to put on my Panda Express uniform and go to work every day. I'm gonna be in. I'm gonna be yelling at a rotating cast of of dysfunctional people for for fifteen dollars an hour. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, I'm gonna. I mean, I'm gonna be managing a. It's not a dream job. It's 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 I wouldn't trade in my dignity for a fucking Panda Express manager but job. Also, when you're a working person, though, yes. like you really do want to like if you see a window as as a working person, there's only so many management jobs and then only so many corporate jobs yeah. at these companies. There's there's way more employees than there are those jobs. And if you see a way to get ahead and that way to get ahead is go to a conference or a seminar, you know, I'm thinking, well, I've done worse shit to try to get ahead. You yeah. know what I mean? I guess um, I'll leave my family and go to this seminar. Uh, maybe one day I'll get to where, 
you know, my regular clothes to the corporate office and yeah. work for corporate Panda Express right. and, you know, make good money because they sell you that. Yeah. When you, you work at these. That, yeah. yeah. They sell you that when you work at a fast food restaurant. They sold me that at McDonald's. And like, it sounds like, and, and this is such a betrayal to this woman who was probably like, felt like she was being groomed for the corporate job you're gonna you're one level up on these other kids or people that you work with you're not you're not one of them you know you're not the dishwasher you're management material and then you know if you're willing to do a lot more when you think it's going to work out for you in the end yeah i mean this is someone that wants to take the reins and I didn't, I didn't mean, I wasn't meaning to say dysfunction, dysfunctional people, just that like minimum wage workers, like it's a very, it's a very precarious situation that puts people in and to manage that is, uh, takes a lot of fucking grit and like, it's, it's, you're not, they aren't, they aren't rewarding you enough to be the manager of a fucking Panda Express to go through all of this. Like I would, I would hug somebody in my underwear for a comfortable life, but the manager of Panda Express is not living comfortably. Right. When you, it's not even necessarily dysfunctional people. It is an ever changing cast of yes. people that you have to learn about. Right. You know, I have to, I have to get involved in these people's lives and, and learn who they are and what they respond to and how well they work and stuff like that. And like, I, I and mean, there's I, no long term, this isn't a long term thing, you know, like for, for, for a lot of people, like, I, I'm I'm plugging like I'm trying to be the manager. That's going to be it. You know? I think storm. Yeah. Well, that is. You're right about that because that's the fucking thing here, is that like this person wants to be a manager because they. We talked about this earlier in the show, or maybe we talked about it on get motivated. One of the two, but I yeah, it was get motivated. But I wanted a job where I have it figured out and I don't want to be constantly moving to the next thing. Yeah. That doesn't appeal to me. I don't want that. I just want to be comfortable and I just want to do, I would do almost any other job, you know? I mean, I would do almost any job that I thought would sustain me for the rest of my life and not have to find something. Now you're a cashier at Panda Express. You get a job there and, and you don't, you're probably not planning to stick around, but then they give you the opportunity to make it to management that then takes a job that you have and turns it into long-term future prospects where I could stay at Panda Express, a place yeah. that's not going away. Right. I could stay at Panda Express forever, you know, and like they, they, they kind of dangle that over your head when you work there, especially, you know, she's 23, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, early adulthood moves in. Uh, she might've felt like, well, this is it. I, I can finally get that security that I want to have. Yeah. And, and like, we feel I feel competent enough to do it. I mean, the, we, we, people want to own million dollar businesses and it's like, everybody can't do that. But if you can, if you feel like you can hold down this Panda Express, like we need people to do that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You ready? Yep. This is, here's a doozy. 
On one day, seminar participants were told to pretend they were on a sinking ship and that only four of them were su would survive, the suit said. On the following day, leaders allegedly filmed them while instructing them to act as if a light from above was coming to suck away their negative energy. This is fucking crazy. Uh, so, re I, I want to hear that again. I, on I'm one sorry. day, seminar participants were told to pretend they were on a sinking ship and that only four of them were, would survive. So, I'm guessing they said, who's the four? What four people in this room are valuable enough to keep alive? This is a fucking... This is a really sadistic thing. <laughs> hey. This might even, like... This might even, this is almost one of those stories that proves everything we say about how evil these corporations are. This is very sadistic. This is very, it's ruthless. It is ruthless to have people sit together and figure out which four of those people are worthwhile and, and allowed to live, should be allowed to live. Like, but what does that mean for the other people? It was also very similar to the Get Motivated episode we did about Tony Robbins, though, where he has everyone split into groups and they decide which group can bring the most value to people. And the group that doesn't bring the most value, they put an L sticker on the head, make them drink a gross, disgusting shot and play loser by Beck. <laughs> they do play loser by Beck. This one is also, I'll repeat the second part too, because it's not the same as like figuring out who should die, but this detail does kind of creep me out. On the following day, leaders allegedly filmed them. So you're on camera and then instructed, instructed them to act as if a light from above was coming to suck away their negative energy. So once again, you are there with all of your Panda Express people and you're on camera and they're trying to figure out who's into this, who brings the most value. If you don't perform for the camera, you failed. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't, if you don't pretend like you're being cleansed by an invisible fucking light, that is so creepy. You know what I mean? That is such a fucking. That is cult. Like, we're. I mean, like, how did Panda Express get hooked up with these alive seminars? That's what you really wonder. Like, what kind of vetting did they do do to this company? You know, what kind of vetting was done to this company? Because these things are wildly inappropriate. Even, you know, people would probably be concerned if this was a thing that people chose to go do that wasn't tied to employment at all. Yeah, this, you know, so this would be a good Netflix series about this crazy <laughs> yeah. fucking cult that imploded. A true crime Netflix series about this this seminar place would be something I would watch. I would be interested in. You ready for some damning evidence? Okay. Panda Restaurant Group noted in its statement to the Post that it has no control or ownership interest in a live cinemars. Oh, we I'm love a cinema. I'm so hungry we'll for a cinema. <laughs> <laughs> Please, somebody get me a Santamar. A spokesperson denied allegations that employees were required to participate in seminars <laughs> or had to do as prerequisite to earn promotions. But the lawsuit alleges that Panda Express employees at the seminar received materials featuring the fast food logos chain, the fast food chain's logo. Oh, dip. So also attendees were required to provide their company ID numbers to the leaders. What, what would the leaders know about a company ID number? They're, you they're I mean? registering it to Panda Express. They're telling the, they're, they're reporting to Panda Express corporate that these are the employee IDs that showed up and completed our 
seminar. Yeah, that means and, and also a, yeah, it only Panda Express employees are there. You get a packet that says Panda Express fucking guide to management, and then they say take your clothes off and hug somebody that feels uncomfortable doing that. What do you, I? It makes me wonder if maybe Panda Express is their only customer that maybe Panda Express is paying for it is the reason that Alive Seminars is in existence that maybe uh, uh, they are behind it. You know what I mean? Like that they're trying to, you know, like I don't, we we just hired a company to do it and Panda Express is going to try to throw Alive Seminars under the bus. But it makes you wonder, like I can't find a website for Alive Seminars. Uh, It makes you wonder what else they do. You know what I mean? Like, I can't, if you can't find them, I don't know who their other customers are other than Panda Express. That's a good point. Yeah. I, I can't find them at all. I, they have a Facebook page, but I can't get on Facebook. But like, uh, uh, they do have, they have a Facebook page. Uh, it's in Pico Rivera, California, a live seminars and coaching academy. But uh, I, that's all I've been able to find. I'm on page one of their their google thing and it's yeah. mostly panda express stuff 167 on the the coaching and seminars and uh 13 on their brand page yeah yeah they're a charity organization they're they're sold as a charity organization on charitynavigator.org. yeah i don't know maybe they're exclusively with them maybe they just convince people to do this but i i also agree that is there anybody that's gone to one that wasn't related to Panda Express? That's what I wonder. Yeah, that's yeah. that's kind of what I'm getting at. How do is. they do business outside? Of, Panda Express sounds like a great customer to have for your yeah. for your seminars, but who else do you rope into this thing? Like you surely aren't just relying on Panda Express unless you're just a part of the wing of a Panda Express. Yeah, or you're you're maybe the guy somebody in the high up parts of Panda Express, maybe Somebody up there uh, maybe owns a live seminar. I don't sure, know. Sure, but they, they, Or somebody's married to somebody that owns a live seminars, you know? Yeah. But it just feels like they're, it feels like if, if I'm being charitable to Panda Express, as I said, I am oftentimes earlier, it's like, even in the most charitable way of reading this, it's like, you didn't even consult with them on what they were going to do at the right. seminar. Someone should have went know? through it. Someone like the 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 higher up should have went through the fucking thing to know what they were subjecting people to, or just ask them what they're going to subject people to. <laughs> I mean, they could even just be like, "What's the what's the program going right. to be?" Right. You know. And then when they're like, they start to tell you, they're like, "Well, let's not uh, insinuate that some of them should be dead. Let's let them keep their phones and let's keep all their clothes on." We're going to keep all their clothes on. Right. And and no crying. We we would prefer it if it didn't cause tears. Yeah, my I mean my wife has had some of these. She had a she had a getaway where they went to like a ranch and they stayed and they got to just hang out and be friends with each other. And it was really just like a kind of a a, a paid vacation with all of your coworkers to go hang out in a cool Airbnb. Uh, they never had to reveal any of their inner truths. Or, no, that's not necessary for work. <laughs> no, no, or cry in front of anybody, or or any of that. 
No, that's not a part of jo- a job ever. There's never at a at any job, you, you know, there's like three jobs where you should where you might have to take your clothes off at work. But other than those three to four to five jobs, yeah. you should never have to Panda Express, you should never have to do right. that. You know, you should you should be able to come in in the clothes you're wearing and keep them on. Yeah, I I don't. Um, I also this is what I don't like about uh, this is the using mindfulness and using self help and using all of these things. Like you should have a better mindset. We're gonna pay to retrain you, and it's like you know, no, you need somebody to manage this fucking Panda Express. God damn it. I have my own ways, ethics, beliefs. I don't bring those to Panda Express. I show up and I make sure that the fucking shit goes out the door. That's the extent of what you need to know about me. You don't need to develop me into nothing. You, yeah. need, you need to just let me take over this goddamn store because I've been running it for the last six months while you try to find a replacement. Now you're telling me I got to spend a hundred fucking dollars on a, on a course. Yeah. And get sexually abused. Yeah, I'm looking at their review page. Now, the one bad review is from uh today yesterday. So I would I would discard that. Okay, all the bad reviews are from yesterday. They Yelp bombed it. It uh, does have one five star review that says they have a Toastmasters club, which is f- so far beyond something that I would understand or want to do. You don't know Toastmasters? <laughs> I don't no, not really. I mean, I think I've heard Am I right that it's giving cheers? The cheers, you know, when you have a drink. I'd like to propose a toast and then you do cheers? Is no. that what it is? No, it's a group uh, that gets together to practice public speaking. So it's for people that aren't comfortable talking in front of a room of people, mm, whether it be at work or whatever it may be. So they go and like practice speeches or presentations, like stuff you would have to do before work or just essays or whatever. You just go and basically get it out of your system, like reading in front of a group of people and dealing with those emotions. And that's a pretty decent thing to do for people. Yeah. You know? It also it also has the the problem of a lot of self-help stuff is that people just end up trying to do that every week and it's like you've been at toastmasters for two years you should be done with this by now you should have got you done got your practice in yeah go you, go do it i mean also i i i would say just as a person who speaks in front of groups of people for a living uh speaking in front of the same people every week is maybe not as helpful as you might think it is sure sure you know like <laughs> yeah, that's if true. If you want to get good at speaking in front of people, I, I think a variety Strangers. of audience helps. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I wasn't a big public speaker, you know, before like 2009. And like, uh, uh, if I was in a room full of people I, I knew, I could be the loudest person in the room at any time. But like, Thinking about doing stand-up comedy made me want to pee my pants. You know, <laughs> like going on stage in front of people made me dizzy and made me want to pass. Out. Right, right. You know, and the only reason I got better at it was because I kept doing it over and over again. Uh, War on Xmas veteran in the chat said they just called a live cinema. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm starving keep doing for a it. I mean, that would be a hit if I could just get one Cinemar bar. Yeah. Um, 
It's not a candy bar. That's not like it's a candy a bar to me. Someone said candy. it's a Snickers, but it's uh, it's a Snickers but spicy with like a little bit of cinnamon, like a cinnamon Snickers type with thing. like a, a a more buttercream sort of icing, like cinnamon Inside, roll icing instead of the nougat. No, no, no. Instead of the chocolate. Oh, on the it's outside, like cinnamon roll icing. Yes, instead that's hard cinnamon roll on the inside. Yeah, and it's then on the inside, it's like a cinnamon roll bar. It's a c- cinnamon bar. Yeah, <laughs> that's something I might think about eating. That is something I'm okay. I'm fully interested in a cinnamar now. Let's somebody please tell me if they make cinnamars and I'll <laughs> I'll invest. Yeah. Warren Xmas veteran said they called the number and it's been disconnected. Oh yeah, of course it has. Yeah. <laughs> now I mean they're out of business. They gotta be right. Uh yeah they're they're done so they're just gonna they're just gonna shut down and start again. Fucking what's it called? Uh, uh Panda Express threw them right under the bus. It's it's really so no, we don't know what that's about. We cut they cut and run on it. I mean, which is good because they were smart enough to know that under the Panda Express wing you couldn't make your people do this stuff. You had to like set up a side gig so you could legally not be attached to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're sending over the pay, it's like you do the paperwork. Why am I handing out like? Why do I have the logo of our business on this? Yeah, I'm reading the reviews on their uh, uh, a lot on their Facebook page, the old ones. So I don't know what's there going on with them. I mean, people seem to not be negative, but you also wouldn't like uh, uh, post on it if you were. Yeah, being now, negative, people don't want to publicly post about. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Oh, and I'm also just looking at the recommendations. It's got a five out of five based on the opinion of 16 people. Okay. But this is like kind of older. Uh, uh, yeah, I I can't believe this. I am. I'm truly kind of shocked at this. Yeah. The Cinemar, it's going to fucking re- revitalize candy. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I would love a Cinemar, right? I am just... <laughs> I just could go for a cinema right now. <laughs> That's all I'm thinking about. <laughs> uh, well, I think uh, I think that was awful enough to share with everybody, right? I think that that did the. I mean, that was shocking to me. Yeah, it's, it's totally unacceptable. I can't believe. Again, I don't put it past a place like Panda Express. You know, it does look like it might be one Panda Express. That is what I'm seeing now. It says California Panda Express. Uh, unless they were flying in people from Panda Express. I don't know. But, you know, what a fucking... I don't know. I, I just can't figure it out. I, I do not... I do not understand how this happened. And... Yeah, this is... They're going to push it... Obviously, they're going to push it down the ladder and blame it on, like, the district manager of that specific store i i think that's what's going to end up happening it's like well the district manager was saying you got to do this seminar and it'll help you out and they're they were actually just friends with the person yeah yeah i think they were trying to drum up business or they were getting paid ten dollars a head for everyone they sent their way but i think this woman deserves a lot of money like yeah yeah, oh yeah i think honestly everybody that was involved with it i think deserves i mean they made they made these to this man and this woman cry. Oh and, yeah, and get in there under that. I mean, and it is it is sexual. That is sexual assault. What they did to that woman, and it's a group. 
It's sort of a, 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 they did that to a whole group of people. Everybody involved in that were sexually assaulted, I think. Yeah, I think that you should be able, you should pay for them to be the manager of their own restaurant, of their own creation. Yeah. You should pay for, they should, Panda Express should pay for them to open their own restaurant. It, it really worries me, though, that that it's sort of a separate entity that uh, um, yeah, it's, it's, alive that alive was like maybe they're gonna say well we didn't have anything to do with alive we didn't know what alive was gonna do yeah i don't know if they're gonna let the company offer that but then they're gonna say sue alive which alive is gone right they disconnected their phone they are not in existence anymore probably i would say yeah i don't know how i don't know how to shake out i don't have faith in the courts a lot but um the fact that they were registering their employee ids means that that the the company signed off on this. Yeah, Dude. the company wasn't just recommending this. They were they were cataloging and and rewarding people for going through this fucking awful experience. Dude, I don't. I truly a lot of this stuff. I don't even think is appropriate. Again, I said this earlier. I don't think this is appropriate for people who choose. I mean, I'm yeah. fine if people want to go and do that. Like whatever, man. If you chose to do it, but I I think you should be informed of what it is How and yeah. i was wrong about this too because they did one in oregon so this is like they do it for all the panda express they do okay basic training and i i find it i i mean the thing that really bummed me out the thing that was really tough to hear was that the employees of the company were were like ogling the people that were uh you know, got down to their underwear. I just, there's some, this is if like, a camera comes out. You got to swat that. If ever I've, I have zero dick pics exists. No, 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 no. And no. If, if I'm in my underwear and I'm not in charge of the camera, I'm swatting that fucking thing out of your hand. I don't care if it breaks. I Take mean, me if, to I'm, court. if I'm in my underwear, my dick's already in the pocket, right? You know, I'm not, I, I, I just no camera pictures. You yeah. Know? Uh, uh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. This is definitely something that, like, I mean, again, I, I just, again, I try to be, like, I'm I'm always charitable in these situations, and it's like, maybe. You shouldn't be? No, I definitely shouldn't <laughs> be. But maybe it was just that group of people who made the decision to do this. But, like, I just don't think that, like. I don't think that that's the way to find. Well, I mean, well, find managers for none of that stuff. It's like we talked about with the. Um, it's like we talked about with the Tony Robbins thing. It's like all about intensity. Yeah, and this is also the same thing. It's like I guess like if you're willing to work at a fucking, be the manager of a mall Chinese restaurant, it's going to be intense. There's going to be lots of you're going to be pushed to the limits, right? You're going to be asked to do things that. You never wanted to do. You're going to be, you're going to, they're, they are literally like setting you up, like to be comfortable with their management style means like we own you, you know, we tell you what to do. You will comply. You just have to figure out how to make it work. Even if we tell you to get fucking naked in front of everybody, you, if you want to keep your job, that's what you have to do. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like it, it, it does sound to me. Uh, uh, like they do have it. It says that the, the guy that, you know, the CEO of Panda Express has an affinity for, uh, for self-help stuff. And, uh, uh, he sometimes will berate himself for lacking integrity 
and like goes to gurus and stuff. This sounds right. like it comes from like he's the obsessed very with it top. and yeah. and demands everybody else be. And it's like you your problems are not my problems. But being you, a, your problem is you need someone to run this fucking Santa Clarita Panda <laughs> Express. Yeah. I can do that without getting naked and hugging someone from the San Jose fucking Panda Express. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all right. Well, <laughs> I mean, that was something. On Saturday mornings, the Grand Auditorium fills with hundreds of employees, ranging from servers to member of the Panda Group's PR and legal teams, as well as many as many of their children. They gather together for inspiring pe- speeches, team-building activities, and plenty of group hugs. Wow. Yeah. He's a Tony Robbins guy, too. For sure. He, he's read Seven Habits of Highly Effective People and Reawaken the Giant Within. You can... You can like, yep. they have that at the Panda Express stores. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's. It seems like this guy's super into the, like the self help guys. Maximize your life. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that you know that's a, an underrated thing. Well, we did actually talk about it on the Tony Robbins episode. Is that they do sometimes manipulate you to do things that you shouldn't have to do in front of people. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's moments in that Tony Rock Robbins documentary. It's called I Am Not Your Guru on Netflix. Um, there there are there are moments where he has people reveal things in front of each other, like they're suicidal and shit shit in front of like a room of twenty five hundred people, and it's like it's powerful. That's crazy to say in front of two thousand people, but necessary or required or part of your road to recovery? I don't know. It seems like Tony Robbins is exploiting it, like the, your vulnerability in that moment. And they're doing that. They're avoiding. They also are exploiting your vulnerability in that moment. Yeah. He had uh, uh, somebody break up with their boyfriend on the phone in front of the whole audience and shit with the phone held up to a mic. And it's just. And then they also reveal at the end that that person got back together with that person, with, yeah. their, with the person they broke up with because they really weren't into that wasn't the thing to do. Yeah. And I just think that like, man, I think you should let the people that naturally gravitate toward that kind of thing gravitate towards that. Like, I think the people involved in the Tony Robbins stuff, I think a lot of them know what they're getting into and go in there and, and they give themselves over to the process and they do it. I think that when you make it a condition of employment or, or a condition of, of promotion or, or getting somewhere, I think that's like, where it's insidious and bad and like i don't think anybody should be made to go see fucking tony robbins so that they can get a raise yeah you know? yeah no one no one should be doing this and jacob s in the chat is right uh they're probably also fighting against the 15 dollar minimum wage at some point <laughs> like they're probably just like well we pay our low-level employees because they're not activated enough they're not ready to like take over a store so we pay them the least amount possible yeah i'm sure they do i, I there's no way that they're that kind of stuff okay builds in that stuff builds on hierarchy it, it builds a way meritocracy is the religion of self-help and it says that some people aren't doing enough and they should suffer the consequences for their actions which is absolutely not true because the people People that make sure my Panda Express is hot, fresh, and fast in five minutes are doing enough for me. I don't think they should strive for anything more than that. Can I just say this as a as the ultimate good person? I've never had Panda Express. So what? Yeah, never had it. God damn, you live a little. No. <laughs> well, now I I don't want to have it. It's on a drive through. Drive through is great. On the way home, grab a fucking styrofoam box full of food pig out i don't know what they have there that they like, have like orange be... chicken and 
chicken. That doesn't sound appealing at all. Orange chicken. Like chicken you with like oranges? sweet chicken? No. No, I do not. <sighs> I like salty chicken. The joint near me does orange tofu, and they put zests of orange like in the sauce. <laughs> it's the best. If I'm eating... If I'm eating a sweet, I want it to be something like a Cinnamar or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Now that you say that. <laughs> yeah, if I'm, I'm I, I want my savory stuff to be savory and my sweet stuff to be like Cinnamars. If you want a treat, you just have to reach for Cinnamar. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Oh, I love the idea. I'm so hungry, like I thinking know, about the starving. idea for a Cinemar. Like <laughs> yeah. it sounds so good. And now we have to go back to our regular lives where Cinemars don't exist. We stupidly created the best snack we could come up with. <laughs> yeah. Now we're punished forever with never getting it. Yeah, as soon as we hit stop stream, the Cinemar is gone and we'll never get to eat one. It's unfortunate. But right now, oh, they exist. Dreamy. Yeah, they exist in the world of this specific episode of this podcast. Yeah, yeah. That'd be a fun, like, uh, call-in show thing to do, to have people call in and invent products. <laughs> yeah. Like, just sell me your product. Or no, no, treat it like it already exists. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Talk that's, to me yeah. like it already exists. Call me, tell me it exists, and sell it to me, please. I do yeah. have a really funny idea for a call-in show, and maybe we can gauge some interest in this. But uh, me and Brett will do a role play with all of the callers where we act like angry customers and they have to talk us down. <laughs> We're the angry customer? Yeah. Or I've thought the other way around where callers call in and they're angry customer. Uh, that one's better. Yeah. The I think caller you go calls either way. In. Yeah. Yeah. We could do it either way on the show. Either someone could call in and say, thank you for calling Street Fight. How can I help you tonight? Or someone could call in and say, this goddamn thing doesn't work. Yeah. 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 And you got to talk me down. You got to use all your best customer service skills to talk me down. That fits good with Get Motivated, too. Maybe yeah. we'll do that. We'll see. Street Fight customers service show thanks for listening to the show uh thanks for watching on live stream uh twitch.tv slash street fight radio is a place to be if you want the extra stuff we've got uh video game streams going on over there and brian's gonna get a computer soon so he can officially start playing video games and talking shit uh head over to patreon.com slash street fight radio for our bonus get motivated content uh we've got a lot of stuff in there right now and uh we got more to go. I mean, that's going to be one that goes on forever. People just keep bombarding us with more and more people. This, we're going to revisit that. What one? The the get motivated. Get stuff. motivated. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, again, I I think you know sometime this summer I'm going to do like a grab bag yeah. where we just do a different mini series every like an episode of a different of the fun mini series. So get motivated will always exist. Yep. And we will see you on Sunday. We're taking calls from all y'all. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter, Street Fight WCRS, Facebook as well. Uh, and I am always available if you want to email streetfightradio at gmail.com. Peace.
Take from me my name.